0: What's up, guys? It's Miki, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. All right, all right, all right. How is my BK fam feeling? I hope you guys enjoy the short week. Um, if you were blessed with the opportunity to be able to enjoy it or just to not have to clock into a job, but it all depends on the type of job that you have and for the moms and the parents. I know that You may not have clocked into a physical job or you may not have logged into a physical job, but you still had your kid more than likely. And so that is a job within itself. I was laughing the other day because my brother told me, I'm so glad that I'm the younger sibling and you're the older sibling because taking care of children is hard. And I just told him, yeah, and nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just trying to do the best that we can and um go off of what we know. And he said, "Well, I'm glad I'm the younger sibling." And I said, "Well, I'm glad I'm your older sibling, you know." <laughs> so I hope my BK fam is doing well and I hope you guys enjoyed the break. Something that we talked about was it last week, or maybe no, it was the week before that when we were talking about not really knowing how to help people when it comes to depression and things of other nature. So, you know, our girl, the holistic psychologist on IG, remember, you can follow her. Sometimes I will read her posts, and this is another post from the Holistic Psychologist. Not my words. These are hers. Um, But she shares some really valuable information and information on a lot of different topics that we discuss. And she has one up about depression, and I want to read it to you guys and see if you guys can resonate with it she said, depression is a symptom of life in survival mode. We treat depression like there is something wrong with the person when it's actually a natural response to an unhealthy environment. After treating countless people with depression, it became clear to me that depression is a symptom. It's a response. We, when we're in abusive relationship." We struggle to meet ends meet Or when we have unresolved childhood trauma When our work environment is dysfunctional Of course depression will exist When we lose someone Have a crisis Or in a grief state Of course depression will exist Our body will go into a free state We will be in survival mode We're not meant to be okay When we're in environments that are unhealthy This is how our body speaks to us And she said a few added things for clarity Number one I support the use of antidepressants. In my experience, and this is her speaking, in my experience, they help a lot for some people and not at all for others. Each person is different. Two, there is nothing wrong with you as a person if you have depression symptoms. Three, nutrition and movement are very important. But again, if the environment you're in on a regular basis feels like a threat, the body can still go into freeze slash depression states. Four, we are spiritual beings. We have spiritual needs to connect, belong, provide value, and find meaning in life. We will not thrive if we expect to be emotionless productivity machines. And five, sadness, times of grief, or just feeling down are a natural part of the human experience. Periods of wanting to sleep a lot, to go inwards, and to spend time alone are a natural part of the clinical nature of... Life for all, and she, her thing is like self healers for all Seth healers. And I thought her words just resonated and were powerful, and it just reminded me of something we talked about on a couple of episodes ago about how we don't really know how to help or what it looks like. And so she was giving some suggestions about like um, taking medication or something if you need it. And she said she wasn't against it. I'm not against it either. I just say, talk to your doctor. Don't let anybody force you on medication. Um, Consider all routes. And again, like she said, don't get frustrated if they don't help because I've heard a range wide of different stories for some people they have helped for other people they have not and um sometimes people will say i don't think i should have been on this medication for this long some people will say i don't think i should have been on this medication at all and i feel like that goes with any kind of medicine that we have we never really know how it's going to react to our body, even if we know somebody who had a great experience, or we know somebody who had the worst experience. It's a case-by-case basis. So just be careful either way, but don't feel shame around getting the help that you need. This life will have ups and downs, but it's not meant to be miserable the whole entire time, even though I know a lot of us will experience seasons where it just feels like day after day after day, negativity after negativity, um, stress after stress. But life isn't meant to feel like that forever. So if you are in a season where it just feels like day after day, this is heavy, day after day, someone around you is dealing with heaviness and weariness, then um, you know, look for the look for the positive moments, look for the good moments. And remember that energy is contagious. So if you're around somebody who's been in a pretty down mood or whatever, whether it's like continuously lashing out, continuously being angry recently, or continuously being sad, that energy can bleed into you and you have to work extra hard to not let it flow over into your energy and your mood because energy is contagious, whether it's good energy or bad energy. Energy is contagious and you have to protect your soul. You have to protect your aura and you have to protect your environments. Even if you have to live in the same house Maybe set up a kind of vibe. I like candles and stuff. I like quiet time. I like relaxing music. I like, um, I will literally go on YouTube, guys, and I will type in relaxing music. So whether it's listening to jazz, whether it's listening to coffee shop music, whether it's listening to either one of those types of music with the background of water. Um, running over, or maybe the fireplace is crackling in the background. I don't have a fireplace, but I can go on YouTube and I can still get that same kind of ambiance. I like to sit in like low light or dark places, which can be dangerous if you're, you know, facing depression or already in it. That can be a kind of dangerous thing to do. So, Be careful with sitting in dark places. Do it at your own risk because, you know, that could amplify it. It could make it worse. Maybe you do need some light and uh, different fun or uplifting music, you know, but the the calmness and stuff relaxes me because I kind of have to create the calmness for me and kind of keep myself centered in order to be able to help other people reach their calm level or just not let life feel so overwhelming because it can be very easy for life to feel overwhelming very quickly. And you can dig yourself into holes and you just look up and you're like, I have buried myself not even six feet, eight feet under And I can't figure out a way to go up or I have jumped into the pool and I should have stayed in the shallow end and I have jumped into the deep end and now I'm drowning and now I need to find a way up. You already know that I believe that God is, of course, the way up. And I believe that if you have the blessing of having a community that will support you and speak life into you and love you and just be there and support you, then take advantage of that because not everybody else has that. It's just hard out here it's hard out here for all of us. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that that gave a little bit of clarity and insight. And again, we want to thank the um, holistic psychologist for all the work that she does and her posts that she shares because it helps me share some tips with you guys as well. All right, something that I want to talk about on this episode is how not to take things personal. And I saw so much information in a slew of different articles, but I just tried to find the most recent updated article and from a source that maybe most people recognize, or at least I know a lot of people have probably heard of in some form or fashion by now, which is BetterHelp, which will offer low prices for therapy. And even though I feel like BetterHelp prices need to be lower, they are offering probably as low as they can possibly. Maybe, I say maybe, because it still is a business, as they can possibly get um, and still be able to afford to pay their doctors and, and run their services. And Either way, it may not, I feel like therapy should be free. But until we get to that point, we have to take what we can. And BetterHelp is a great solution for getting in immediately, working with a flexible schedule. You don't have to go to their office, they'll come to you. You can do phone calls, I think text message, video chats, whatever you're kind of comfortable with and what you need. And, um, it's just a great tool. It is a great tool. So I highly suggest BetterHelp if you can't afford therapy and you're you're wanting to look into it even if you don't um officially start it. I looked into it about signing up and then I had a free code that came out of nowhere. It was a free code and they were like, "Oh, because you graduated or whatever." Here's this code. They never sent it to me in college, but they sent it to me a couple of years after. So I was like, oh God, maybe this is a sign. Maybe I can, you know, start my therapy journey with BetterHelp. But I, if I'm being honest, guys, I got scared. And I was like, if I use this now and I can't afford to keep it going, what happens when something else comes later down the line? And honestly, I think what I have wanted to use it back then, absolutely. But there, There's a big part of me that wishes I could use the code right now and just the different seasons of navigating how to deal with different relationships and maintain peace and maintain integrity. Something that I've been seeing consistently, whether in different sermons, whether it's different signs, whether it's popping up on my social media feed, is I feel like God has been speaking to me and saying and reminding me that my response is my choice. The way I respond to different things, the way I respond to different people, it's my choice. How I choose to handle different things and different people, it's my choice. I can't control how they lash out. I can't control how they may or may not shut down. I can't control their emotional state, but I can have control over mine. and The way I respond, whether they are being as ugly as ever, semi-ugly or not ugly at all, it's it's on me. And like I said, and I want to say last week's episode, it's so much easier said than done to be nice, especially when you're in a situation where it was like, oh, Job's wife and friends were literally trying to make Job do like the opposite and feel shame and feel bad. And, you know, those his friends and his wife should have been the people in his corner the most. And at that time where he needed them to be 10 toes down, they were just they were failing and falling off. And remember, we said that, you know, PD taught us that people will say a lot of ugly things from places of pain and, you know, they deserve grace. Does it always, at the same time, you give them grace, but does it always mean that that person is going to forgive you? No. Does it, means that, does it mean that the scar isn't there after you have said that or done that to that person? No. Even if they forgive you, those those wounds are deep and they take work. And, um, yeah. So I wanted to talk about just how to not take things personally. And this is an article that I found on, um, better help. And the first thing that they said is realize the world is not out to get you. And, you know, we say that to people, but what I've come to realize is people will say that they get like, Oh, it's, it's them. It's not me, but The average person doesn't really, they don't really understand that it's not you. Like somebody lashing out at you is about how they feel, about them being stressed out, about somebody else, about them being stressed out, about another situation. Like it's not you. It is them. It's not something. And like, even if you did something, you may trigger something that somebody else did that made them feel this way. But it takes a lot of like root work, shadow work and deep work to get to the realization unless they've already discovered. And it's just like a re-triggering thing on something that they already know. Like it's not you. 99. And I know it's hard to believe because we live in such a self-centered world and, you've affected my world. So now I have the ability and the right to affect yours in a world with so much entitlement and selfishness. Like somehow we really think that (laughs) out of all the things God did to create in this world, yes, we are interconnected, but to think that he would make us like each other's end all be all and like have that much weight in each other's lives. is just kind of funny when you really think about it. I mean, he probably knew, like, you guys are going to take this stuff personally, but it has nothing to do with you. If you really think that, as complicated as I make human beings, that they have the time to sit here and be like, everything that I do is strictly because of you, you are sadly mistaken. And I've gone, grown to realize that. A lot of people don't get it, and a lot of people do think that everything that somebody does is because of them and because of how they act or because of who they are, and like it's just like a personal attack, but a lot of times, people like that are lashing out on any and everybody, so it's not you, it's them, and it's like a them issue, not a you issue, and it's not to take accountability away from the stuff that we as human beings can do to cause harm to other people. I'm not trying to take the accountability part away at all, because- Just because it may not be us, it doesn't mean we can go around triggering people. It doesn't mean we can go around just, you know, living out the flesh and just have these hearts where we just really don't care about hurting people or lacking empathy. I'm not trying to take that part away from it, but a lot of it for us, for them, it's a us issue. It's a them issue. Like the personal part is with that person. It's not necessarily the other people. Even if they did trigger it. So yeah. So the first thing that they said is realize that the world is not out to get you. Perhaps you have met a few people, if any, who have decided to use their time to make you feel terrible. However, in most cases, it's highly unlikely that your boss gave your coworker that promotion because they think you're flawed. Your friend probably did not hang out with your other friend last weekend without you because they both hate the way you dress or the way you laugh. Out of all the reasons why people choose to do things they do, it is unlikely that they make their choices based on what they think of you. Realize that people have plenty of reasons behind their actions that have nothing to do with you. I'm gonna repeat that. Realize that people have plenty of reasons behind their actions that have nothing to do with you. It may be that in the case of your coworker's promotion, they were simply more qualified. Your friends were also allowed to deepen their relationship With each other without you present I want to speak on something to like the friend thing Because I've had this situation happen in my life And I thought it was something so deep And I remember having a friend tell me I don't really think it's that deep And I'm like no, 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 no You're just trying to disagree with me Like then it was a whole I was not only self-projecting But I was also like Now I'm offended because you're not even seeing it from my side You're not like Now I'm like are you trying to go against me too Like it feels like an attack When people are just trying to be logical that's it. People point blank period, we're just trying to be logical like it's not that deep. Everything is not that deep. Everything is not about you, ma'am. And if it was, even though certain behaviors of people have changed, not all of their behaviors changed and the one thing so far that hasn't changed was that friend I'm sure would have came to me and said, "Um, we have a problem." Or literally just flat out bluntly asked me, "Are we okay?" kind of thing or, you know like There would have been a conversation had. So I had a friend telling me it's not that deep. And then when I went and talked to the friend that was, um, I was having this, it's not even really an issue, but that's the only word I can think of right now, that I was having this thing with, they confirm themselves, it's not that deep. And was like, oh, damn, did I fuck up? Did I make you feel left out? Like, my bad. And it was like a communication thing of, I didn't think I had to tell you that you were invited out I see that's my thought because my assumption was you should know where I am you are or you can be it's not a you don't need an invite like maybe other people but you don't need an invite to be with me you tell me hey I see you're doing this I'm coming okay like that was what that friend was on but it was all it took was simple communication and I had made so many assumptions that somehow projected back to it must be something I've done. It must be a disconnect between us because of this, this, and this. I had so many different reasons and explanations when really it just boiled down to a communication of, I didn't even think I had to tell you dumbass, but that since I do, <laughs> just for future reference FYI, I won't be mentioning it every single time, but feel free. And know that out of anybody, you good, right? And I think when you have those conversations and then also knowing that the other friend was right from the beginning to the end of like, it's, I promise it's not that deep. I promise it's not to leave you out. Like, this is just what the situation is. Um, Both friends were right. And I just appreciate having people in my corner who were like, you're cute and all, but this isn't even about you. This is just like, this is just a situation, it is what it is, but it allowed, the situation forced me to have conversation that, I didn't know that I necessarily needed to have until certain feelings arose. And then it was like, had the conversation, squashed it, no big deal. I really appreciate having conversations and them not blowing up into something else. I cannot stress that enough because when you deal with other people and you know that it's going to blow up into something else, or you know that you can't just say, this is the facts of the situation, apologize for your part and move forward, you know that you're going to have to hear about it probably over and over and over or it's gonna they're gonna lash out in that moment kind of thing like everything doesn't need a lashing out like everything doesn't need to go that deep you may feel 60 million things about it but I don't necessarily need to hear your 60 million things especially if it's not contributing to us just dating the situation in the right way and moving forward I'm not saying you can't let out your opinion but if you're going to let out your opinion and throw darts at the same time. You're not really helping because where I'm trying to move forward, you're feeling better by unleashing and getting out all your feelings inside comments. But now I'm just sitting here like, okay, I just have to take this and I have to take this. And then once you feel better for saying all the unnecessary stuff, now I'm sitting here like, I really don't care if we deaded it this situation or not. Like I care just for my sanity. I want to dead it. But it shouldn't have taken us this long to debt it or I shouldn't have to keep saying, "Hmm, hmm, okay, my bad. Okay, my bad. It's like, what else do you want from a person at that point? Once the a person acknowledged like, okay, this is where I went wrong. This is what you want moving forward. I'll do my best to, you know, make it happen. If I forget something or if I forget that this is how you like things done, I'm not personally trying to attack you. I'm not personally trying to disrespect you it just is, it is what it is. Like I'm human. I may forget if I held people to the same standard of fire, like every single time they forgot something or messed up, or if I was allowed to lash out at certain people, like they are because of like titles, nothing would ever get anywhere. And I think that was another thing that God kept because I've seen it too much and he's steadily on me recently even though i i haven't been lashing out again i noticed that i have been shutting down a lot and i'm really reclusive and i can feel myself going into my shell um, he's still trying to stay on me about about the way I was res- the way I choose to respond is on me, and I think he's doing that so I don't keep shutting down, so I don't keep going into a shell, so I don't feel so disconnected in my relationships and just kind of leave them that way because I will kind of just like leave them and be like, okay, this is just what it is now, and then adjust my expectations like that kind of thing, right? So I have to be careful of that because PD preached on something last week, and I'll tag that sermon and. This episode's description, but he preached on something that was basically like, you know, what are the things that still that don't hurt anymore but that have offended you and created other scars? Like you're not hurt anymore by it. So you think you're good, but it's killed something else in you, right? Maybe it's killed your ability to love a certain way, to open up, to have compassion, to have empathy to want to smile, you know, like maybe like you're like with me, once I start to feel really disconnected from people, I just withdraw. I have many reasons for withdrawing, but that is another like I'm withdrawing because I don't have time for the consistent conflict. I don't have time for the up and down emotional instability because that stuff feeds off like m- my energy will start to pick up on the roller coaster of emotions and it's not to say that human beings shouldn't be allowed that time and they space they should I just have to be very cautious about mine and it can be a lot to walk on eggshells like is this person going to be happy today is this person going to be sad today I have this joke where I say like oh it just depends on my mood and so people like to say oh you're moody and I just say, mm-hmm mm-hmm Like I just say, "Mm -hmm," because I think about 9 out of 10, the people that really get my moodiness are really the only people that can really handle it because, and even they aren't getting like full blown moodiness. It's just like something I say, it just depends on my mood. Like everything is not a negative connotation when I say it depends on my mood. Like there are people who get me and know, okay, is she going to come to this event? It just depends on her mood. Like she may not be mad. My moodiness may not be mad or upset. It just may be, what is my vibe for the day? Do I feel like doing this? Do I not feel like doing this thing? Or how do I still show up even when I don't feel like doing it kind of thing? Um, But I I tend to let people just assume that when I'd be like, oh, yeah, they'd be like, you're really moody. Mm -hmm. I just let them kind of have like the negative connotation around it because I would spend a lifetime Trying to consistently explain myself to people. And I just realized a lot of people just don't get me and don't really understand me. And that's not always their fault because they don't know me. They don't know the different layers of me or know me in maybe specific ways. So I could get offended, but it would really make no sense for me to get offended by people, you know, having their opinions of how I am and what I do. And they only get to see certain versions of me. And I'm also not out here correcting every single thing. So even knowing that when somebody's like, oh, you're moody or whatever, because I may say, oh, it just depends on my mood. They have a negative connotation around it. And I know what I mean, but I'm also not taking the time to fix their perception on it because I just don't care enough to do it kind of thing. That takes energy within itself. And I feel like especially with my personality, I'll be correcting somebody every single day and I'll be more frustrated with trying to correct them to really truly understand me than just vibing with the people who get it and also giving grace and understanding for the people who don't and not being upset because they don't get to see all sides of me, nor am I opening up about a whole bunch of stuff. So most people, their opinion of me is nothing but On assumption because they don't know the real nitty gritty of me in the day in and day out, whether they live with me or not. Like there's so much that I just I take to God. There is so much that I take to God because human beings can't really handle it, you know? And when you have people that can handle the way the support, you also don't want to weigh them down. Like even if somebody can handle it, I'm not the kind of person where I want to weigh you down. You have your own life. And a lot of times when I like leave out of my house, I'm just escaping. Like, I don't I'm shutting that off. The problems, the worries, the stress, the drama, all that. I'm shutting that off. And like I'm doing my own kind of thing. I'm not sitting here like rehashing. This is what happened in my house. This is what so and so did. This is I never really did that when I was younger. And I don't really want to do it as a motor. I'm just like, okay, this is this is a different environment let's like my body just does what it does it adjusts to the new environment if for some reason that environment feels bad then it feels bad if it feels good it feels good and if it feels good i just try to take in those moments and then hold on to those and prepare for what's to come when I switch the different environments. You know what I mean? The other one is adjust your expectations. We are often let down because we hold people to high expectations. Reflect on the last time you took something personally. Why did it happen? If you think hard enough, you'll probably conclude that you felt upset because you didn't do something to meet your expectations. Here's the thing. People likely do not think about meeting your expectations throughout the day. They have their own lives and their expectations may be different than yours. If someone has forgotten to acknowledge you when they've come into the room. They probably haven't done it because they don't like you. Adjusting your expectations for people around you can help reframe your understanding of people's motives. In times where it's important for two or more parties to be aware of other's expectations, then communicate then communicate with them directly. At this point, the group can either have a discussion about how they strive to meet each other's expectations. Of course, it's important to grant the flexibility to others that you would like for them to extend yourself. And I think the adjusting the expectations is very, very important because I cannot stress enough how I've had people in my life be like, you're not this kind of person to this person. You're not this, basically insinuating like I'm not good in this kind of way to different people in my life. But it made me kind of like reflect. And even before that happened, I I've reflected ever since I was younger as I switched friend groups or different things that I've always had. Really two types of friends. I've had people that I'm pretty much going to talk to or see. I'm going to talk to them at least every week, maybe every day. Then I've had friends where I don't have to see them every day or every week. And it does not negate our closeness. It does not negate our friendship. It does not water it down. Like none of that. It just depends on the people, the expectations that you have, the and the neediness of the relationship. And I don't mean the neediness like necessarily in a bad way, but everybody is not that needy. Like you don't have to be up under them 24-7 and all that. And even if you want to be up under somebody 24-7, that doesn't mean you are needy. But there are some relationships that require so much from you that it can be draining or they will say, you're not this because you're not showing up for a person the way I would like you to show up for them or you're not this because you're not showing up for a person the way I would show up for them. And all those, again, are personal problems because I have people in my life, friends, different countless friends, and I even have family members. I have an auntie who I don't have to talk to every day. She doesn't force me to reach out, nothing. The love that I have for her, does nothing but grow day by day. I reach out to her on my own. Like, it's not like, I, when's the last time? Like, I just, I take it upon myself to just, hey, auntie, I love you. Just checking in. Whereas other people would probably have to beg me or bitch at me and complain. Like, you haven't done this or you don't do this. And it's because I like natural things. If I start showing up to things, which I've experienced um within the past few years where it feels like a job to show up to things or to be there for certain people it 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 gets hard for me because now I'm fighting the feeling of this not feeling natural now I'm fighting okay this is what this person wants this is what this person expects but this is not naturally me so I'm fighting the disconnect and I'm trying to find the balance because everything that I want isn't going to be necessarily everything the other party wants or what the other party wants for somebody else. So what is the happy medium where I'm also still connected to myself at the center? That is something that I've been working on really, really hard. And I wish I could say that I found the solution, but so far I have not. So there is still a big disconnect when it comes to certain things and certain relationships in my life, but it's not on purpose. It's just, how do I show up the most authentic, Version of myself while still meeting the expectations and the expectations of what other people may have on that relationship kind of thing Which isn't all the whole thing isn't a negative thing But it can have negative impacts on me individually as a person and on me emotionally and mentally As a person and I have to try hard not to go to the dark place and not just be reclusive and Be the version of me that you guys don't recognize. And I think we like Happy Mickey, right? The other thing that they said is challenge your assumptions when you feel threatened or hurt. So they said one side of you is taking things personally, another side of you is a referee who is waiting on the sidelines to call you out when you misinterpret someone's actions. The next time you start to feel threatened or hurt by someone else, call the referee to the front of your mind. Ask yourself, Was this done to hurt me intentionally? If the answer is false or debatable, ask yourself why you feel so affected by their actions. Why you feel so affected by their actions. What was it they did to make you feel the way that you do? It could be someone's behavior is a trigger that connects to a past experience where you felt ignored, hurt, or belittled in some way. And you may be projecting those same emotions onto the person who has no idea what reaction their behavior stimulate within you. And then it says, start looking at other actions through the lenses of detached, non-biased observer. Consider the possibility that the person's actions have nothing to do with you. Consider the possibility that the person's actions has nothing to do with you. Consider the possibility that the person's actions have nothing to do with you to do with you. Once you start to evaluate other people's actions through this perspective, you can often see the flawed thinking that takes place when you take things personally. There's a lot of flawed thinking that comes when a person takes some personally, and I have definitely been paying attention to that not only in myself and others, but when you really hear somebody break down their thought process of this person didn't do this this way and I would have done this and this and that and you get to like the root you're like you have put so much I don't even know how I'm trying to like word it, but I'm trying to clean the stains, you know, off the glass table or the window and you just keep staining it up with your perspective of it. And it goes back to the the story that we tell ourselves. So much stuff has nothing to do with us. Nothing to do with us, and we have got to learn to stop taking things so personally. Another thing that they said is get curious about the insecurities that surface during similar encounters. So while the insecurities you've Um, feel may seem all-encompassing, there are usually specific areas in which you can take things personally more personally than most. For example, let's imagine that you feel fine when you're joking around with your friends and your family, but you tend to take things personally when you're dating. Listen to the voice inside of you the next time you're getting upset over your significant other's actions. Listen to the stories that you tell yourself. Look at that. Look at the stories that you tell yourself and play close attention to the sections that involve you in your narrative. Do you use the language that frames you yourself as the victim or as an agent, your language reflects what you believe to be true to yourself. And it's important to recognize that these are perceptions that can be changed. And then they also set five ways to boost your confidence and self-esteem. Now I will say that, um, I will say that, A lot of times when people are taking things personally, I don't think they mean to, but human beings have a tendency to be victim. Like, oh, they only do this to me, or this is done because of this, or what did I do because of this? Everything is not about you. Every decision that a person makes, even if they have a history of being like a fucked up person to you, every single thing is not about you. A lot of stuff is just about ourselves. A lot of stuff is about life-lifing. A lot of stuff is about, I woke up in this mood today and I don't really understand it. Okay, or I woke up in a mood and I said I'm moody and maybe it's not the negative connotation that you think But maybe I just don't have the energy to combat The your perception because at this point i'm just trying to survive when you start to take things personally A lot of times it can be victim. Let's go back to the situation. I was talking about earlier with friends I changed it to woe is me this me 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 there was so much me in it that I miss the other people involved and how it just, it really wasn't that deep. It wasn't that personal and it wasn't a personal attack on me. And it was something that could be solved with simple communication. And I just think we as human beings, we have problems with um, taking things personally. So if you guys can take away anything from this episode, I hope it's just to remember to work on not taking things personally. Remember that everything is not about you. You are not a victim in every single thing. And even if you may not be trying to be victim, thinking that everything is personally because of something you've done or because some it's something someone else has done, it can make you a victim by default even if you're not trying to be that victim person and have that victim mentality, right? So that's something that I encourage all my BK fan members to work on is that we all need to make sure we're working on how not to take things personally, because a lot of stuff ain't got nothing to do with us. It is about the individual person and life in general. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope you guys again enjoyed your short week last week, and I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. All right, guys. Bye.